Welcome to episode 5 of the Unnamed Adventures podcast. Today we'll let you know where we are at with our thru-hike trip preparations. Also, we'll be joined by Lindsay Hupp, who founded Huppy Bar, which are adventure-inspired and handcrafted nut and seed bars. They are nutritious, delicious, and healthy with no refined sugars, gluten, soy, dairy, preservatives, or GMOs. We invite you to join us on this week's episode. Hey everyone, just want to give you guys a little bit of an update on what's going on this week uh, before we dive into the interview with Lindsay Hupp. Which I'm really excited about her interview. She seems like a super cool gal and very uh, adventurous and we're excited to interview her and hear more about uh, the um, protein bars that she has. So Yeah, yeah. so uh, we were able to stay with uh, Amy's parents for Almost two weeks. Almost a full two weeks and uh, absolutely had a blast uh, staying out there and on their property and, you know, getting to talk with uh, Amy's parents more and be able to hang out with them and their dogs and kind of roam the property and try to get some pseudo training, you know, between snowstorms and breaking in the weather and everything like that. And then it was nice to mom spoiled us rotten. She's a gourmet chef. And uh, we definitely enjoyed all sorts of yummy meals and uh, just quality time with them. And we actually did have, I think we talked about last week. Was it last week? Week before. Whichever it was. It's been a blur. Of a big snowstorm that we had. And it's kind of nice to be trapped for a couple of days. And internet didn't work or anything. And we just had nice time to hang out with them. And we watched a movie and cuddled with the dogs. And they had fires in the fireplace every night. And that's just a really nice treat to have. Um, quality time, you know, not rushed uh, with family before. You know, we do head out for like six months before we'll be back to see them. And uh, so it was really enjoyable. Yeah. So saying goodbye to them and it was tougher on Amy, uh, of course, because she gets spoiled <laughs> rotten. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did too. I, I ripped the benefits as well. Um, but my mom was so cute though, because she, of course, was crying. I, I get my crying from mother. And uh, she was crying and she said, just remember. To really enjoy the moment and have the best time. It was so sweet. And my dad said, uh, I know we give Sammy a hard time, but if anything happens, we'll take care of him. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave, don't worry. I'll be taking care of your, your little baby, Amy. So she'll, she'll be in good hands with uh, between Sammy and I. Um, I. I think one of the hardest things for myself really was leaving. Originally was... Amy's dog and then transformed into more or less my dog was Pippi. Um, it was just really sad leaving her. She's just the sweetest dog in the world and it, it was just difficult. I, I know she's a great hands. I mean, she's going to be running around going from pond to pond swimming with three other labs, but uh, she's my little bud and she's my little pokey slow hiker that uh, I loved uh, hiking with her. Well, and she, you know, we've had her since we started dating pretty much. We started dating in September of like almost five years ago and it'll be five years in September. And so we got her that following February. And so she's been on every backpacking trip with us, you know, except where uh, they don't allow dogs in the park, like Theodore Roosevelt National Park. But um, she comes with us everywhere we go. Like when I, um, when we first got her, um, she, uh, I didn't, oh, I called my dad crying and I'm like, dad, I'm so exhausted. 
what do I do with her? You know, like she's, I can't leave her alone because she's this little puppy and I travel a lot for work. And he's like, well, get a kennel and put her in your vehicle. I'm like, oh, okay. So I did. So like all my customers like knew her and she loved being with me, just had the best time. And, um, she's just such a good sport, like so low key and chill, which is unfortunately her downfall for this trip because she's so chill. We call her, I referenced her as Eeyore and Sammy is Tigger. And we just knew that she would really struggle like of having a good time the whole time versus where Sammy would just thrive and to have my parents be able to take care of her and know that she's getting spoiled and, and getting her treats and the ball thrown for her and lots of cuddles, you know, and we know she's in super good hands. It was just really hard to, to leave our little fur baby. Yeah, and she's been there on every single road trip, adventure, good sport, you know, no matter what. And, you know, of course, everyone loves her. Absolutely. Uh, so the next thing that happened after we, so essentially what happened is Friday we, um, you know, said goodbye to my parents uh, in the morning. Well, actually that evening and then in the morning. And then, you know, said goodbye to little Pip and Pop and then, we drove on to work for our last day of work. We ended up doing half days and finished up and then headed out of town. And my job, and people were so nice, they had um, uh, all got me a card and signed it and did little well wishes and had some snacks and stuff. So we had like a little going away party and it was so sweet. And just, ugh, it just feels so good to have left on such a positive note, um, especially when, you know, for some people, it's such a random thing to go, just take time off to go you know, go backpacking and be, you know, uncomfortable, you know, with, you know, being not showering all the time and, you know, all that jazz, you know, but, um, people were so supportive. So I really appreciated that. Yeah. And, uh, my friends at work, you know, you know, <laughs> they, they left me with a good kickoff, um, for sure. And, uh, we ended up, uh, giving us a, a warm up that we'll be doing and we'll actually be kind of touching base later on, um, you know, cause our, our physical well-being and preparation uh, is, is much needed. And that's just something that we really value. And, you know, so there's, we're going to have our daily warm up that we do with our packs on. You know, people will probably look at us on the trail that, what the, heck are, <laughs> what the heck are these people doing? So, really appreciative of them uh, getting us set up, you know, so we are, you know, prepared when we hit the trail and we're actually warmed up. So we, we're not going to hurt our bodies, mm-hmm. um, you know, just throw on our packs and, you know, hitting the trail after we're sore on a day. So, which that was really awesome. Well, I'm happy to report that I have done the stretches every day. I've been slacking. <laughs> <laughs> but um, really like them. So thank you so much, Josh and Chris, for uh, for giving us those stretches. I think it's going to make a big difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and once we left, you know, it, it was a bittersweet, but there was a definitely a learning uh, curve, you know, traveling with, Sammy um this is the first time he's been on a road trip this long um you know and really kind of exposing him to a bunch of different elements and we didn't we had so many many of our mail packages in the car we were unable to set up the kennel so it was very uh, interesting he ate a few more snacks than he should have um yeah we come in I peek in because we um ended up heading to Rochester Minnesota uh, for Jake's hockey tournament and saw some friends and whatnot and uh we left him in the car for maybe like an hour while we were in the restaurant just saying hi to everybody before the game and I go in to check on him and I see just the rice cake wrappers and I'm like he ate the rice cakes 
And then Jake came in a little bit later, and what did he eat then? Like something else. Oh, he, he had some peanut butter, and yeah, he... Had he had a blast. The, yeah, inside of an empty lunch bag. <laughs> he didn't inhale it. He just, like, there must have been some remnant of something on it. So, but the nice thing is he didn't eat any of the food boxes. He didn't eat up any of the um, jackets or anything like that. It was just, yeah, so it was just some food. So, anyway, no longer do we leave food out. But now that um, we have the vehicle kind of set up, that it should, I mean, he should be fine now because I think he ate up everything that is yeah, food. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that could be eaten and all the, the food scraps, you know, for being on the road and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, but we got him a bone at the, um, we we should have just brought him another bone, but we got him a bone and, uh, or he, well, he had a big bone. It was rather large, but uh, enjoying that bone and the behemoth, I mean, yeah, bones are very good for a dog. So we're very glad he has the bone. So then he won't eat the food was the plan. Well, he still ate the food. And then his second choice was the bone. So Yeah. You, you live and learn. But, uh, yeah, but now we are traveling onwards to, to Wisconsin. And we're looking forward to seeing some of Jake's family and his grandma and grandpa and just having some nice time with his parents and uh, kind of our last hurrah of relaxation before we hit the trail. Yeah, feels surreal. So we'll see you guys soon. Happy is a believer in taking a conscious role in one's own health and well-being through good diet and adequate exercise. Lindsay has taken her bars to market as her contribution to offer people a healthy, convenient, and delicious snack that can be enjoyed by all walks of life. Lindsay Hupp was born and raised in Columbus, Ohio. After graduating high school, she headed out west and graduated from Northern Arizona University with a Bachelor of Science degree in Biology. She has worked as a full-time river guide in the Grand Canyon for nearly a decade and is also a wildlife biologist, in addition to making hubby bars in Flagstaff, Arizona. So welcome to the Unnamed Adventures podcast. Today we are joined by the founder of Huppy Bar, Lindsay Hupp. Welcome, Lindsay. Hello. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> well, we really want to thank you for your support of our through-hike of the AT. We're very excited to have you with us on our journey in spirit. <laughs> I am, I'm excited to have, if it's not me, at least a, a part of me with you <laughs> via my happy bars. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, we thought we'd start this interview with a little background info for our listeners about happy bar. Okay. So what made you decide to start the company and what is happy bar? Well, um, I, uh, the, the company kind of came about uh, long after the bar materialized. I, I made the bars to uh, fuel me on my Grand Canyon River trips. I was working about 150 days a, a year on the river as a river guide and just made my own bars, one of my own snacks, one of my own stuff. So I became somewhat obsessed about making my perfect little bar, taking it on trips. And, uh, and then one thing led to another on the river with people wanting to try the bars and, and have things to say and encouraging me to sell them. But eventually um, the little bar that helped fuel me along every day uh, was fueling everyone else around me. And it, it got a name, um, Huppy Bar, which my last name is Hupp and a nickname was a nickname of mine is Huppy Bar, Huppy. Um, and, uh, and so people just naturally called them Huppy Bars. And so once the bars got a name and it was something that everybody wanted to eat, it was just like, well, maybe we should try to sell them, you know? And 
and it was this it was a slog I'll say it was um I was the reluctant business person because I had um plenty of fun things to do in my life at the time but I was like well you know this could be a fun project and and everyone seems to like them and and, and it was just it was kind of one idea and one bit of encouragement feeding into another that led to me eventually, um, you know, pulling together the actual product and all the bits and pieces that put it in a package and then put it on the shelf. Um, and it took a, a, a few years really of time of me whipping up bars in the kitchen, taking them on trips, getting feedback, and then eventually convincing myself um, I was the last one that was convinced, of course, to, to make it happen. Everyone else was convinced long before I was. And, uh, and, then, uh, and then to start um, putting the price tag on them and, and uh, seeing how it went. So, so how, how did you come up with recipes where you're just like... I literally, yeah, well, it was a very, as they say, organic process. Um, I, and I... I've been attentive to my dietary um, needs throughout my adult life, and even in, in, as a, a youth, like in my teenage years. But um, you know, I, I know what I want, know what I like. I need good food. I need good nutrition. And um, you know, everybody has a different opinion about what that is. But I have my own, and and knew what I needed on my trip. So um, I would pack my own snacks. It started with like my own snack bags, and so I had this like bag of gorp that I threw together. Um, that I made from like the bulk food section of the natural food store with some nuts and seeds and some chocolates. I love chocolate and a little bit of like some cranberries and it's all this bag. And it was in my ammo can, which is like a metal box from the boat. So we store things that are watertight. And during the day it gets really hot. So that mix, the chocolate melted. And, uh, and then in the morning um, it's cooler. And we got on the water one morning and it's like after, you know, it, 7.30, you've been up for two hours running around packing camp and I'm ready for my second breakfast. So I get in my ammo can and I pull out my bag of gorp and it's this like congealed conglomerate of <laughs> stuff and all those all those yummy little treats like nuts and seeds and things. I'm like, wow, this is like a cool little chunk of nugget of like Nar Bar was actually the first name I came up with. But um, so that, that original like bag of stuff that I threw together from the bulk food section, of the natural food store was the initial bar. <laughs> and so I just kind of thought about it from there. I'm like, well, what are the things that I would like to just be able to put in my mouth quickly and get a boost of nutrition, like a steady input of, uh, you know, a little bit of fast sugar, some slow sugar fat, you know, this balance of, of uh, good nutrition profile without getting like too sciencey or weird at all, but just like a basic understanding of nutrition and what you need and how, what makes you feel good and um, what tasted good. And, um, and that, that steered the course of what was going in the bars. And I was kind of like, I've, I'm a, I have a biology background and um, I've, I always thought of spirulina was just like the answer, you know, it's like this incredible food, super food and base of the food chain. So I'm like, I gotta put spirulina in there. And, and then nutritional yeast, so those are kind of the two like, kind of different types of foods that people don't see a lot of that I threw in there because they are just so power packed. But otherwise, it's like basic stuff, you know, like nuts and seeds. I like, can't go wrong with powerhouse nuts and seeds and a little bit of sugar, you know. Yeah, that's why I love about like read the labels and it's like I can actually read the labels. It's not just something random. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, and it came from an honest place, really. So that's awesome. Oh, I love the size. I did a lot of the prep for our um like we did i don't know if you have checked our instagram for some of the bags that we've done but we've yeah. been tagging you guys a lot because of course we have a lot of your bars but um we made like 140 days worth of food packs for two people and yeah. one of the challenges was like the bulkiness of food uh-huh. and so to have yeah. like yuppie bars and have them be so calorie dense but yeah, uh-huh. i love it <laughs> so yeah a bonus to have the packages be smaller for um right for those days that had the yuppie bars in them yeah and it's funny because I went back and forth about the size but I um you know it's I thought of I thought about it and I was like well I never like I you know the cliff bars which there's good things about cliff bars I'm not gonna bag them but like they're big and I never could like eat a whole cliff bar and like, you know, like when I'm admit amidst like a bike ride or whatever and active for several hours, then a whole cliff bar would never go down in one by one go. Yeah. If it did, it made me feel too full. So it was just like stuff like that. I've just like whittled it down to like, what was the good size? And it's like that right around that 200 calories, like that magic mark, really, when you need some kind of like replenishment, like once every hour, hour and a half of being out and active. And, and um, so I just kind of like, I, you know, put it into that size and then the density yeah it's like I was needing these things for not only my river trips but doing backpacking trips and doing you know canyoneering whatever and it's you need things to fit into small little spots that, <laughs> that's worth its weight in gold right and so, and so that's why part of the reason that I chopped everything up and made it into this really dense little nugget that was just like no waste of space. <laughs> well, and speaking of all your cool adventuring, you have a very uh, robust bio for outdoor adventuring. Uh, what is your favorite activity? <laughs> oh gosh. Um, what day is it today? <laughs> <laughs> the, the one that I'm doing at the time. Um, you know, anything in the water has certainly like, call calls my name the loudest um the whitewater thing you know like rowing a dory down grand canyon is probably one of the most sublime things i've ever done and you know if i could just like do one more thing in my life that might be you know like that i have one thing to pick (laughs) um but it was yeah so it um you know rivers like floating down rivers is is um probably one of my favorites but i i find joy in anything that involves just being out and, and experiencing a place and time and space and nature and, and having that peace of mind and pushing the body to do things. And um, I mean, I, even today I found some of that on a hike out of my back door, you know? And um, so it's really mostly about what I'm able to do. That is awesome. You know, like at any given moment, because it, it's like, you have to be an opportunivore, especially in Arizona. Because oh, yeah. it's like if you got if it's raining or snowing, you better get ready to go boating or skiing or you know if it's not, then you better be ready to go mountain biking and so or climbing. You know, there's the the weather that's all like um, you got to be able to jump on whatever activity is available that day. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's 
I'm I'm an opportunivore, really. That's awesome. I've never heard that word. I like it. I yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what got you into river guiding in the Grand Canyon? I mean, I've only flown over the Grand Canyon. Um, we're definitely going to hit it up on our travel. Yeah, for um, sure, for sure. But um, yeah, so what got you into river guiding? I mean, that's like kind of random. Yeah. I guess you were in school it, there, so you were in the state. But I was in school, but I came from Ohio. Like, I barely knew what river running was. I mean, I had done one like a couple days of whitewater rafting as a kid. But, um, and I actually, one of my first, uh, my first visit to Grand Canyon, we flew over it as well in like a little, um, little plane, little sightseeing plane, which is kind of hilarious to think about now. But, and I remember flying over the confluence and being like, well, you know, that's cool. And I was 17, you know, <laughs> no clue what was going to come. And, and one thing led to another to get me out to Flagstaff and mostly I got a scholarship for school. So that was a big part of it. And, um, in that initial Grand Canyon trip as a tourist introduced me to the area. So that's what got me out here. And, and so, um, you know, I ran into a friend, I was in college and ran into a friend at a bar and she was, <laughs> she was river guiding. She had started working for a company in Grand Canyon as a swamper at the time. And, uh, but she's like an assistant and she's like, I hadn't seen her for like a year. She's like, you should come on a trip with me it's this and that you'd be great. And cause you could take a friend for free if they worked, you know, if they, oh. like, they work, or work your way. So it's like an assistant. And so, um, and I was, just, I was like, okay, you know, I, I like boats. I grew up going to a lake in the summer. I kind of did some sailing and boating around. Like I like boats and I could work hard. I've been doing trail crew at that point. So I could sure, you know, sure knew how to work hard. And uh, so anyway, I went on that trip with her that summer and it was just like, game over doing this now <laughs> and uh and I didn't have any real knowledge of how to be a river guide or anything it was just I showed up with a really good attitude a hard work ethic and I could get along with people and those are the things that came together to just kind of propel myself or anyone that comes along to be a guide you know like you can learn how to run a boat yeah. Um, not, I mean, not everybody's like, you know, like totally figures it out, but that's fine. And, but it's other stuff. It's the people stuff that like, um, is the hard part. So anyway, so that trip, like all that just kind of came together and, um, and I just knew at the end of it, I, I looked at her and I'm like, are you kidding me? You like people pay you to do this. Like, <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is something you get paid for. And they even tipped me out and they gave me money. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I got money for this. Like, and, and so I'd been building trails in the forest and the rain in Colorado and I was exhausted. And so floating down a river and showing people a good time was like, sounded pretty good. And then it was Grand Canyon. So it's like, how can you not, or for me anyway, it was just, I was like, this is, I can't, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying here. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> you know, being able to share that experience, you know, that you originally got, you know, with other people and probably seeing the look on their faces and, you know, to yeah, probably keeps the, keeps the feel going. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it does to this day, you know, back and forth, my excitement, their excitement. And, um, 
it's yeah, it's a special thing for sure. That's awesome. Well, I'm a fan of your Instagram account. I do follow it, and there's so many great pictures. And I was wondering, yeah. are those pictures from some of your own adventures? Uh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's um, a lot of the earlier stuff was because I was the only one doing it and I was the only thing only person that had any pictures of like well I'm doing this and then doing that and this I did this and Huppy you know team Huppy which is basically me and my friends out doing this today and like (laughs) so I mean it was a very sincere just like you know like literally this is what we're doing and we've got some huppy bars with us and you should too and <laughs> and uh and that's like i mean that was that was all it was but once you start going down this path of building a product and a brand and a company and everything that comes with that suddenly you're just like i can't possibly think of doing a instagram post every single day so um cuz it's just it's unrealistic and and it's like not all about me you know it's like there's I want it's like I don't want it to be about me I want it to be about like the what what people are doing you know and like what's happening out there and now Huppy Bars are in a lot of backpacks and a lot of you know little bike bags and things and and I want to see and I want to show like all the places that those Huppy Bars are going because that's the point you know it's like look it's now it's in Ireland or it's oh it's in Norway and it's in like oh it's in Madagascar cool like you know and it's fun to see the journeys that the bars are going on beyond mine because well yeah also starting a business you, you're not going anywhere for a while <laughs> and uh things I love about your Instagram is that it's normal people out doing awesome things it's so, like very inspiring and I, there was one uh, last week that I was like oh my gosh that looks amazing I think someone was surfing and we were in the middle of a blizzard and I was like that looks uh-huh. amazing <laughs> <laughs> well and there was it's surfing this guy's surfing in Ohio, in Dayton, on a wave in Dayton, Ohio, which is hilarious, wow. because I grew up in Columbus, Ohio, and I had no idea what a river wave or surfing a river wave was when I was in Ohio, when I was 18, you know, like, so just to think of, like, it happening now, and it's, like, a, a such a integral part of their scene there now, and, um, and this, yeah, it was just, I was like, oh, that's so rad, because, um, and I have some help with the account. I have this wonderful gal help me out. And um, and then all the ambassadors that are out like doing things and, sh- and sending us shots of what's happening. And um, it's just super cool. Cause it's like, wow, like, you know, there's just so much going on and um, you know, people doing, doing things every day, you know? And, and, um, and, and that's the point. I'm glad you said that because the point is just to, to give just like a little bit of inspiration, you know? I mean, Certainly we can't do those things every single day necessarily, but, um, but to give anybody even like a sliver of inspiration to go even look at a wave, let alone surf it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like then they would be outside getting fresh air and appreciating nature, which is cool. So, so what is your most epic adventure that you've been on? And I'm sure you probably have oh. your list, but <laughs> you know, the one well, maybe the most adventure (laughs) um oh my gosh (laughs) starting huppy bar (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i hope my uh, most epic adventure hasn't come yet to be perfectly honest um 
I like that answer. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've come back. I've survived everything. I haven't broken anything, knock on wood. You know, like I've... Um, I like how you, you know, actually I, I knocked on wood. <laughs> I yeah, you. I did. It's right here. I'm, I'm knocking. But, um, you know, I don't know. I Like, for me, an adventure is going out and, and yeah, doing something in, in the unknown. Unknowing, not knowing how it's going to how what the outcome will be um and it's funny because I've done trips like like we went and did a pack rafting trip up in the Brooks Range in Alaska and I'd never been to Alaska I didn't know where I was going I didn't know what was going on and I was just like yeah we're doing this and and uh, we'll figure it out you know and but I had a pretty good idea of like yeah we'll figure it out and like we might have some hard times I might get cold and you know but like we know pretty much where we're going and we're probably going to come out and yeah sure I ran out of food I did get really cold we have to run up and down the side of the river for a few hours to warm up you know just like (laughs) things like that (laughs) like you know we saw some bears and you know like but it was um but also I felt like it was just kind of like a vacation at the same time you know it wasn't like this like total step into the unknown and that, I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll be serious, like starting to like the business, Huppy Bar was, was that, was like, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know how it was going to happen. Um, and I had a lot on the line and I sacrificed a lot and I had really hard times and I had really great time, you know, it was like, and it could, the venture continues, but, um, you know, and, and, and I hope that, as far as like you know outdoor adventures and things those continue as well I feel like I have another round coming up here soon hopefully but um but it's I feel like the most epic adventure is the one that starts every day you wake up you know and uh that's such and a good answer. if you're not huh that's <laughs> But it's that's serious like <laughs> you know it's like and and some some people uh complain about the word adventure being overused and kind of like diminished in quality because it's like they think of an adventure has to be this like thing where you're just like not sure if you're going to survive or you're going to like live to tell the tale you're gonna be lost at sea you know it's just like well I don't know it's pretty scary to do some things in life that don't involve necessarily all that stuff you know like absolutely um so it, it is what you make it and um yeah, I guess I am excited to, to think that the greatest adventures have yet to come, you know? That's cool. Yeah, I was excited to interview you because, you know, one, being a female business owner, you know, that's cool to hear the story of how you created what you have and the success that you've had. But then now to hear you answer this question and then be able to articulate that, yeah, like it is scary starting your own business and doing something different and not knowing the ins and outs of all that you know like for us you're a biologist um, owning a, I know. a food company <laughs> yeah yeah what an idiot yeah. I don't know, but like why would you do that yeah. yeah i know for us um you know we've just got a debt here about a month ago paid off all of our school loans and all that stuff and that was in preparation to go travel full-time for a few years and and it's just it is it is kind of scary, but like exciting because it is something we don't know and who knows what's going to happen. But, you know, that's actually how we picked um, our name, Unnamed Adventures. 
is mm-hmm. like we don't know what's going to happen and that's part of the fun of it but like we yeah. encourage people to find what their unknowns are you know for us it's backpacking and traveling but because yeah. we're not out of debt it allowed us to be able to go live our dream and like we yeah. were hoping through like our podcasts and our blogs that we can encourage other people to pursue their dream you know so it's really cool yeah. to talk with you and hear some of your story because you pursued your dream of well which even though you were reluctant about starting the huffy bar <laughs> I think that's so inspiring no well thanks yeah I mean it's um as a, a fellow river runner and longtime friend of mine Kenny Goff says don't stop never stop live the dream Absolutely. you know and it's like that's what else are you gonna do yeah. you know and uh, sure. and then another friend Another good friend of mine, and uh, he, uh, one of his signatures on his like emails and stuff says, "Living is an art." I don't know if he said it or somebody else said it, but but that I think encompasses a lot. Like if you can, you know, like you guys are doing it. You know, it's like go like it's an art form in some capacity. That's like another facet of my world. It's like I feel I'm part artist, and I just like to craft your own way of doing it in the fashion that feels right to you is a very bold thing to do and very expressive very personal and uh, quite unique you know to be able to actually put it in motion and pull it off and uh and you know be honest with yourself at the end of the day that it is the right thing for you and uh yeah because a lot of, that a lot you of make it, society kind of drives you towards one thing and you know, mm-hmm. being able to do something on your own, you know, for yourself, not for anyone else, you know, mm-hmm. is, you know, inspiring. Right. Yeah. It's very fulfilling. And um, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, you know, like to fail is a trick, you know, like it happens. It certainly happens and it happens to the best of them. And it's like, to be able to take that and um, turn it into, you know, turn it into lessons and live by them. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's exciting. Absolutely. So that's fun. I'm excited for you guys because you're, uh, you know, you've like, you've done a lot of the hard work already. And now it's just time to like, Go hike 2,100 miles. Get the, get the, yeah, well, the, yeah, no, yeah, that's going to be a breeze. No, not. No, that's great. I had, that's fun. I dreamed about doing the Appalachian at some point. I ended up doing a long trail because um, of time and money. When I was 20 years old, I didn't have enough money. But um, anyway, that the East Coast and the hike in and the community you'll meet and all that is just too cool. Yeah. So kind of diving back into Hoppy Bar a little more, what is the vision for the future of Hoppy Bar and the company? Well, um, that is a great question. I've been kind of contemplating. I mean, it's been nice lately. We've just been kind of um, letting it steer its course a little bit. and I don't, I don't know, I'm not going to say anything too specific because I haven't nailed anything down exactly yet. Um, but I feel like there's, uh, there's a lot of really good things with, with Huppy Bar and, um, 
you know, a lot of positivity around it. It's getting a message out that people are hearing as far as, you know, like being inspired and doing things and uh, taking responsibility for your health and things like that. And so I guess the challenge for me is to figure out how to do that even better and more of it. And, um, you know, as far as the products go, it's like, um, yeah, I know. I've been pretty satisfied with what we've had so, going so far. Um, we put out the Arizona Trail Bar last year. It's been a little over a year, year and a half. Um, two, maybe almost two years now, but um, that was our newest flavor. And uh, so, you know, starting to think about maybe a new product, but um, nothing concrete yet as far as that goes. And I'm kind of listening to the crowd too, also of like feeling like what people need. I mean, the whole point of Puppy Bar initially was to like satisfy my needs <laughs> and they've been met. So we'll see. Just going to listen to your drive. They'll guide you. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I want to kind of keep doing more of what we're doing and, and hopefully more of it and just kind of keep the ball rolling and um, put out really good, great, you know, great product that people love and, and keep trying to do it better and better and share stories, you know, share more stories and people like yourselves that are out doing things that are, um, that are exciting and inspiring and, and, uh, can really teach people some valuable lessons about life. And we'll definitely be spreading the love out, uh, on the AT. So. Cool. Sure. <laughs> so is there anything that we didn't touch on that you really want our listeners to know about? Well, um, gosh, I mean, I don't know anything about puppy bar. You can, can read it online or whatever, but, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. It's a tough, I feel like we covered some good stuff. I mean, I, you know, uh, I guess just live, you know, live the dream and, and, and be honest with yourself and, uh, and do good and be nice to each other. You know, honestly, like I'm currently kind of going through something similar to what you guys went through to make your decisions to do what you're doing right now, as far as a, a illness in the family. And, um, and it offers a whole lot of perspective on things. And, uh, and I think, um, maybe just to ask people to like, you know, keep things in perspective and, um, and yeah, that, that could be the one thing I can say, cause, uh, you're here today, gone tomorrow. And, um, so make every day count and visit us at www.happybar.com. What's that? No one ever was on their deathbed saying, I wish I worked more. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's, it's um you know just love each other do good by each other do good by yourself and uh wake up every day and just be thankful that you've got it you know and and uh yeah and um yeah there's a lot there's a lot of good out there to experience so Absolutely. i'll be a part of that <laughs> so Lindsay, how can uh people in contact get in contact with you so yeah you can you can follow us on instagram with at, at huppybar.com it's h-u-p-p-y-b-a-r and then uh, we're on facebook as well and then um you can email info at huppybar.com 
Um, that pretty much comes to me for the most part. So come, you can say hi to me. Um, and www.huppybar.com is the website where you can find all links to all of those things and then all the products for sale and the bars and the swag and um yeah and uh tag us and posts and things we like to feature people out doing fun stuff if you happen to have bought some huffy bars online you can um send us a photo and we could post it and just share you know more of the the joy that's going on out there and um celebrating the world so yeah awesome. reach out well thank you so much Lindsay, for joining us yeah and we look forward to enjoying huffy bars on the trail yeah i'm excited for y'all so keep in touch happy happy hiking thank you cheers cheers bye bye thank you for joining us today it helps when you rate review and subscribe to the podcast that you enjoy and listen to We appreciate all the support we've received since we've started to transform our lives into finding out our unknown. We hope through our journey of living our lives debt-free while traveling full-time that you will be encouraged to pursue your own passions. If you want to learn more about our journey, check us out on all major social media platforms.